Hello! I'm Kit. I'm Lucy. And this is our Show and Tell podcast. Welcome to our ropey first episode. I'm going to be showing what we're calling a Hungarian black bean pod. And Lucy is going to be telling about pigeons. <laughs> because what's more entertaining than pigeon facts? You can't even call them... We'll get into it. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> even sure now? we can... They're not even facts. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> On with the show. <laughs> so, uh, I fundamentally misunderstood show, show and tell, as we discussed earlier. I've constantly thought of it as show and or tell. I'm not sure how well this will work through radio format, but I have brought something, right. something that I bought on my travels. Would what? you like to describe it? Uh, it looks like, uh, like a little black snake without any eyes or mouth. It's a black thing. Would you like to touch it? Yeah. What does the black thing feel like? So. What is this? Well, this is the thing, is that I bought this in Budapest from a vegetable stand, and I don't know. Okay. I asked the woman, mm-hmm. and the woman at the stall did not speak a word of English. She, I think she spoke German or French. Either way, it wasn't a language that anyone in, in the group knew. Yeah. Um, and I, I picked this up, and I... Wanted to know what it was immediately, so I said, "I said, is it vanilla?" I said it in French. I think I said, "I said like vanille." I wasn't sure if that was the word for French, but it sounded right. It is. And she said no. So okay, so you know, I was gonna say that maybe she didn't know if I was asking if it was vanilla, and it is vanilla. As a favor, without making me pay for one, she broke it in half. Yeah. And from what I remember, <laughs> what was inside was a series of black discs that, when nibbled, looked and tasted slightly of licorice. Okay. I may have remembered <laughs> some, I may have... Because this was a while... Because this is the other twist to this show, is that I did buy this ten years ago. Oh, so it's... It could be rotten on the inside. If it is licorice, it may well be off. Yeah. And also it could just be a twig. <laughs> no, it's definitely not just a twig, but it could it could be. This the thing is even if we don't eat it, I propose we Yeah, smash let's it get open. inside that stick. Ah. Yeah, no, it's exactly how I remember it. Well see, done your memory. See, look, there's little discs and separated in the little discs is a seed. Oh man, it smells weird. I might actually. I might nibble on this a little bit, but I might let you nibble on yeah, that. See, <laughs> see, you take out each individual disc, black disc, and it's like sticky. It's orange disc. Sticky. Um, and we were allowed to eat them. When you say the word <laughs> she, allowed to she eat, ate it, she ate it first okay. and then offered us one because, as I said, we were. She was speaking Hungarian and we were speaking English. This is really weird. I wonder what what it, what it is. My show isn't so much a show, a traditional show, as it is a mystery that I have in my life. Well, and you know I how brought... we both love mysteries, so I think that's perfect. So this is the thing, right? Is that this? 
I bought about five of these and I've told this story to people over the past like 10 years. Mate, like it's been it's been about eight since I've told this story. That is the sound the sound of the liquor. <laughs> yeah, the, for the record, they are very I'm not sure we said this, but they are very like sturdy. They're very firm. It's a very thick long bean. Basically, it, it looks look, like it, it looks like a giant vanilla pod. Yeah, to me. or like um, like a petrified broad bean or, casing or something like that. I understand why you were convinced that it would be a twig inside. Um, no one could have expected this. I've never. Do you know what's weird about it? I think is that it's like completely. It looks like it's made of plastic because mm. it's like sort of not really. A, it's quite smooth. There's not really much texture to it. And it's completely uniform, like, there's no, it's just, I don't know, well, I don't know why that's weird, because I guess, like, for example, a pea is just uniform and could look plastic, but it just looks weird, like, it doesn't look some like something that's naturally occurring. So I bought, like, uh, I bought f- about five of them, and over the years they've been each cracked open to show people the mystery inside, mm. and um, this is the second to last one. And they got one after this, and this was also the longest and straightest and weirdest looking one. <laughs> the other one well. is much shorter, and most of them have some kind of curve in them. I mean, they're not like radically different. Yeah. Yeah, so that's. Um... I feel privileged that I got the most uh, perfect y looking one out of the whole bunch. Well, I'm excited, uh, mainly because I feel like this. It's been 10 years, and I feel like this has to come to a conclusion at some point, this mystery. Have you tried using Google? I tried very casually, but this is the thing, is that I kind of I kind of want to find out the old-fashioned way, you know? I could, because, again, like, on, on Reddit, there's a community that you can post a pic. What is this? Where you can post a picture of the thing, and people will generally speak and be able to identify it. Do Take that. something really weird. But is that not... Is that not taking the fun out of it? Maybe I need to... I don't know. Maybe I need to go back to Budapest. Waving this black <laughs> stick around. You need to learn... Well, no, I was going to say you need to learn how to say what is this in Hungarian, but then that would be even more frustrating if somebody then explained it to you in Hungarian. They were like, yeah, I know exactly what that is, explained it, and then you didn't understand because the only Hungarian you know is how to say, what is this? That That's a, a flaw in the plan. <laughs> so what I need to do is go back to Budapest, but with like a like a Sherpa. Hire a translator, yeah. <laughs> or a translator. I guess a translator is more appropriate than a Sherpa. A Sherpa. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what... I don't know, Tintin would do. Tintin wouldn't Google, he would, he would get, he'd be more resourceful in a more adventurous way and hire a translator, a mysterious translator. I mean, like, I'm deeply, deeply upset that you're comparing me to, like, Tintin and not, like, Starly Klein. I'm not sure why Tintin came to mind first of all. It's because we were ragging on Tintin yesterday. Oh yeah, that's really true. railing into into that little twerp. Also, you'd really suit a Tintin style quiff. So I've already had a Tintin style quiff, so we know. And you've got, yeah, you did, and you've got a little dog that's like almost white. Yeah, but it's good that she's almost white because it's like she's 
she's an off-white colour and I don't, I'm not ginger. So you're like an alternative tint. Like a palette, we're both palette swapped <laughs> tint. <tintin>. Oh. <laughs> you are alternative tinting. Weird. Have you nibbled it yet? I didn't nibble it. I kind of didn't. I really like dismantling it because it's weird. It's just weird seeing how they're in. I've never seen a natural disc formation like this. No, it. They're really. Uh, I mean, nature's not made a convenient package in here, because mm. it. The it's a bit like trying to unpeel a boiled egg where there's like a shell casing around the edge but it only comes off in infuriatingly tiny pieces you know what these i've realized these remind me of mm. polo fruit polos yeah they've got that kind of stickiness that, and that kind of like stacking yeah that's thing. right nature's so, fruit polos right this is my problem i'm gonna nibble this i am yeah it's sorted it's settled but these are the two things going into this i'm, I'm worried about the first thing is that it smells disgusting. It does. It does not smell it like... It smells so- fermented, which I wonder whether that is because it's 10 years old or if that's just what they smell like even when they're baby licorice discs. <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember it tasting good, but I don't remember it tasting bad. As I said, in my head, it was kind of licorice-y. Mm. So- well, it looks like and smells like that is the most similar thing I could yeah. compare it to. The second thing is that even this might, it might give me a mild belly ache because it's fermented but i'm gonna i'm gonna do it <laughs> that's a face of pleasant surprise there see i did yeah see i bit it enough to release the flavor and it's is it okay yeah it's kind of fruity kind of it kind of yeah it kind of tastes like uh like raisiny oh i like raisins i mean i wouldn't recommend swallowing it because as i said it's 10 years old and yeah you might die. I, and, like I mean, you're in my house. I don't. I don't want to condone you to eat something that potentially dangerous, and then it's like my fault. I'm gonna have to deal with it. And At I least would. if you if you swallow that of your own accord when we're outside of my house, I feel like it's less my problem, and I can go. Well, you shouldn't have done that. And I would like. Don't get me wrong. If there's ever a person in the world that would, I'm just looking <laughs> oh. like. Do I wanna do I wanna you, take try and taste it? I feel like you'd be disappointed if you didn't. Right. Oh, that's just so strange. There's a little seed. I've don't never really seen anything that's got seeds, but it, the seed is not like anchored or anything. Yeah, it's just sort of sat there. It's weird. I suppose it's sandwiched between two little discs, so kind of is anchored, but anyway, here here we go. Oh, yeah, it's actually quite pleasant. Oh, but it's got a weird, like... Oh, it's not... Okay, so I was under the impression from looking at it that it was a whole disc of, like, almost like, you know, when you get those fruit roller things? It look, it kind of seems like that texture, but actually, once now that I've started nibbling it, it's almost like somebody's hole-punched some, like paper or whatever and there's a little paper disc that somebody's <laughs> dropped in tar and then fished it out again because it's there's a there's, there's a, a bit there's a there. there's a bit inside this oh this is so strange but again i at this point we I don't can, know what is down to age and what is part of the 
I can totally I see can... why this has not, it's not hit the global market <laughs> as a snack because it's inconvenient and weird. And, but and again, the, it's not unpleasant. And I, I'm almost sure that this is going to be uh, in the same realm as celery where the effort that it takes to, <laughs> for, you, for your body to, to get, actually get it inside your body outweighs the nutritional benefit because the amount of effort that it takes to try and chip your way inside and then scrape scrape a little bit of the weird black stuff off the middle bit with your teeth i'd like to say for the record we don't know if you're supposed to eat these like fruit (laughs) roll-ups we like maybe maybe in budapest they get like thrown in a stew or something and they just you know like yeah that's true yeah where it's like flavoring because it was very cheap this was the thing i was worried i only got i only got five because uh, that was air quotes (laughs) we we are recording this um, I only got, I, I was very self-restrained getting five and not like 20 to give to everyone I knew because um, I thought they were going to be super expensive, Yeah. but they ended up being like maybe 10, whatever. Also, it's not an ideal holiday gift when you, when you have to give it to someone with a disclaimer like, uh, if if this ends up killing or injuring you, I'm not taking any responsibility because I don't actually know what it is. <laughs> I think you don't understand with that disclaimer. Mystery, protect, potentially <laughs> life threatening gift. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> okay, so now you've done your show and slash hotel with your weird black pod thing. Call it a pod. Hungarian pod. A Hungarian black pod. Um, my, my, my tell is also kind of mysterious because basically I was googling interesting facts to try and think of something to talk about and I came across this which I think is probably not a fact at all because I can't find any other information online to support that this, that this actually is a thing. But start. according to some website somewhere, to quote, pigeons put off things they don't want to do, even if it causes problems later. Which, when I read it, I was like, sorry, what now? <laughs> uh, like, an example, they, what? what do they put off? Not and how have they got the foresight of... But... Doing so, trying to find out what that actually means. Apparently, pigeons are actually really intelligent, which I've always been a big fan of pigeons. Some other facts about pigeons there's not going to be a follow up to that thing about them being able to. Because you, you know, couldn't find any see, other further information. No, it. see into the future and decide, nah. I'm not going to do that because even though it could cause problems and make like a rational decision on... Anyway, I couldn't find anything more about that, but um, there are some other... <laughs> You're not also not going to allow me the chance to rebuttal on the go, on No, the no, facts. go ahead. There's so many assumptions about pigeons. First, that they have schedules or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they've they got diaries plans. they've got little pigeon <coughs> diaries and they're they've written stuff in there and they're like actually you know what i'm just gonna wait and do that 
another time because I don't feel like it now, even though I know it'll end up in trouble. But I guess they sort of know that pigeons can can plan because pigeons take public transport. That is true. I've seen them do that. And I've also seen them use zebra crossings, which is like planning to not get run over. So mm. that's smart as well. Yeah, because even though they could just fly over the road, but whatever, sometimes you just want to do a little walk instead of flying. I know the answer to why they do that. Um, Go on. It's not an interesting fact. It won't make you go, hmm. It's just an answer to why they do that. In the shields, there's loads of houses that go onto the cliffs and they've got loads of signs saying, as fun as it is, please don't let your children startle birds because taking flight and flying uh, cost them. And then it, they've got like the, how the energy information for how much it takes out of them. Oh, to, oh can... I like that, that somebody's like that concerned for the birds overall well-being and but not in like a a life-threatening way just in a like they're gonna get stressed out and they might lose weight because you're making them fly around more than they need to when when i was also doing more pigeon research to try and figure out whether there's any scrap of truth to that statement whatsoever um like one of the first things that comes up is like we know that everybody thinks pigeons are disgusting, filthy rats of the sky, but actually they're really um they're, they're really hygienic, or maybe not really hygienic. It says pigeons are actually very clean animals, and there's very little evidence to suggest they're significant transmitters of disease, which I was really happy to read, because remember when we were sat <laughs> we were sat outside eating, and that pigeon that was on the floor flung a bit of meat that landed <laughs> landed in my lap and I was re- I felt so filthy for the rest of probably the month after that happened <laughs> really badly timed mainly pigeon. I mean I guess it was still it was still unhygienic because that that was floor meat but I think what bothered me more was that it was from a pigeon's mouth but now that i found out that that pigeons are quote actually very clean animals it just it i just remembered and i was like oh good even though it was long enough ago that i think if i'd have picked up any transmitted any pigeon diseases i probably would have realized by now <laughs> but still it just it was just a nice like Oh, good. That's good to know. I'm glad that you're reassured. I'm more reassured by on that same visit, we were watching people drink out of the fountain oh, that the yeah. pigeons were bathing in. Yeah. That, to me, is was worse than your meat lap. Yeah, definitely was. But, yeah, prob- it's prob- those people who we, we assumed they were going home and dying quite soon after, they're probably still fine because pigeons are really... Uh, real clean so so what we've taken away from this is pigeons are clean and those people that drank out of the pigeon fountain are all right but pigeons are easily stressed and can easily lose weight from flying too much so the kids that we watch chase them are worse so i've been right to hate those people yeah that think it's fun to go and go and terrify pigeons I understand kids, little kids doing it because they haven't learned yet that it's not 
Good. I don't like it when they don't get told to, that's mean, stop scaring that animal for fun. And it's not fun anyway. I mean, if you want to see them flying, they do it. Like, you don't have to make them fly. Just look around for a bit and you'll probably see a pigeon flying for a while. Just be, just be patient. <laughs> That's... Let nature take its course. I can feel you already turning into a cool aunt in front of me. <laughs> no, stop! Stop trying to stop trying to attack that pigeon. Leave it alone, and nature's I... miracles will will fill you with wonder. Plus, your face is full of teeth. <laughs> oh, oh no! Don't remind me about all those horrible teeth. They're disgusting. <laughs> Um, I also found out some a couple of other pigeon facts. So I've noticed years and years ago that pigeons do this pigeon sex dance and I was never quite sure because I've mentioned it to like a few different people and they always nobody's ever like, oh yeah, I've seen them do that mating dance. So I didn't know whether it was just something, something like a <laughs> show that projecting. they put on for me, or if I'm projecting like, oh, they're they're doing that dance again, and then actually when everyone else is looking at them, they're just walking <laughs> along. Um, but no, it is definitely a thing, um, because there are lots of videos of it on YouTube for some reason. Uh, I didn't actually go and watch any of them because I feel like I'm familiar enough with it that I don't need to see it online but it did make me wonder like who's filming this why would you film it in the first place and then why would you think the world needs to see this and then put it onto YouTube one is enough I understand needing to document it one time but because people because well it helped you you wanted to know if you were crazy seeing a pigeon sex dance you looked it up so one video would have been fine any more than that is invasive to the pigeon's private (laughs) life and maybe even a little bit perverse it's a bit creepy um i'm not sure because i felt weird kind of even like looking into that so i didn't as i say i didn't watch any of the videos and i didn't look into whether there's a YouTube user that's posted multiple pigeon sex videos. I'm not that sure whether weird. I don't know whether that's the thing or whether they all the videos were from different people. Wait, do you think it's weirder if one person specifically is is posting pigeon sex dance videos, or do you think it's weirder that humans as a whole look at an animal doing a sex dance and go, "I've got to show other people this." <laughs> Uh, I think the first example is weirder of somebody that's repeatedly... Because it's like a... Oh, that's unusual. Most animals that you come across in day-to-day life, in my experience, don't do a dance, like a mating dance. And it's kind of a bit of a curiosity. And, And from my point of view, I can see why somebody would film it. I mean, maybe if I'd have noticed it now for the first time when I had like a camera phone instead of like 10 years ago then maybe maybe I would have filmed it who knows but what I wouldn't have done is make a collection of films because you know once you've seen it and been like oh this is weird you don't need to then it doesn't it shouldn't become a hobby is what I'm trying to say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> basically like that's a good point, yeah 
I don't so but I'm not going to look into it any further because if if there's a section of society that is perverted involving pigeon sex dance then I'm perfectly happy to just be blissfully unaware that that exists so I'm not looking into that any further whether there is a guy that just uploads tons of pigeon sex dance videos I don't want to know oh it rattles yeah don't stop pointing that at me in a threatening way (laughs) that black hungarian pod um so i've uh did i ever tell you about my squirrel thing i think probably i think it it, does that involve a dance yeah yeah the fact that uh, multiple squirrels have tried to intimidate me (laughs) by doing a weird dance in front of me and i have been intimidated i don't think it was a sex dance I think it the, vi- <laughs> no. the vibe I genuinely got from these squirrels every time they've done it is that I'm in their territory now. I've been intimidated by that squirrel. See, this this is something that I would support being documented. <laughs> because I can't really imagine. Like, I've never really... I've heard about aggressive squirrels, but I've not heard about it being a thing where one person is like specifically targeted repeatedly by different squirrels in different locations like there's something in you that that turns on an aggressive impulse in squirrels nationwide and i I don't i'm not saying i don't believe you but i'd quite like to see video evidence i know i would like i would totally Okay, this is this is the thing, right? It's not happened that often. I'm talking like three times that I remember. That's three more times than it's ever happened to me. And like two of those times were in the same general vicinity, so they may have been the same squirrel. I don't know. I don't mean to be squirrel prejudiced, but it could have been the same squirrel. I uh, do not recognise squirrels that much. At the very least, it could have been the same family of squ- I don't know how squirrels learn whether <laughs> they teach each other things <laughs> that seems weirdly more more plausible that there'd be just one squirrel that's got a grudge against you instead of it being like squirrels as a as a species but like the so the first time it ever happened the first time was the worst time because it was at the bus stop and I was waiting for the bus so I couldn't leave I felt felt like it was genuine and it never happened before so I genuinely thought he was going to attack me and I couldn't leave because then I'd miss my bus (laughs) why are you late why are you late for work well I got chased out of my bus stop by by an aggressive squirrel and then I had to I had to wait wait around the corner until it had left like oh was my it... bus came and went three times <laughs> like oh was it was it like what was it like trying to jump at you no it was like dancing from side to side <laughs> and occasionally it would rear up <laughs> it was looking at me with <laughs> and it was also maintaining direct eye contact with me as far as i can tell what direction squirrels are looking in their uh their eyes are on the sides of their heads know, are but, they yeah but like rabbits it's not like they were looking yeah but not I, like rabbits kind of like rab- no i get you kind of more like, forward but halfway yeah, between you. rabbits and humans and the second so the second time was in the walk up to the bus stop to like do the graveyard mm. <laughs> <laughs> so but you- like the third time was in middlesbrough so they say a squirrel can't have traveled 
two hours by train. You say can't. It, you know, it's not impossible. It's unlikely. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Or, you you did just mention a graveyard. Is there a chance that that is a dead squirrel that you're being haunted by, which then, if it was a ghost, then the normal rules of like transport go out the window because it could just like it could be haunting you or it's attached it its ghost is like attached to you and it just appears sometimes do you think what could have happened is that squirrel danced at me and then the squirrel died because of the way i reacted to that dance so that's why it's anchored <laughs> to my spirit I don't know what you've been what you've been doing to cause squirrel death. <laughs> this is how I remember reacting and I the it's years since I've been danced at by a, <laughs> aggressively danced at by a squirrel. But I remember it dancing at me and because I knew I couldn't run, I remember thinking I shouldn't be looking at it because that feels <laughs> like a threat. But I feel like if I take my eyes off it, it will definitely jump at me. <laughs> so I remember just really slowly backing as far away from it as I could while maintaining bus run at distance to the bus stop. Oh, that sounds horrible. That's like something out of a, a really rubbish episode of like Doctor Who where they're scraping the barrel for like villainous uh, foes idea. It's like that one where they you're not allowed to turn around. You have to keep looking at those things or they, they, they like, creep upon you. Yeah. But when you can see them, they turn into stone or whatever. I hope that... But it's, like, a shitty squirrel version of that. I hope that the squirrel is voiced by Pia, Sarah, and a witz. <laughs> what was it? Surprisingly you didn't tell me that it voice. was talking to you. In the Doctor's This, this changes the, the whole... <laughs> The whole thing now. I assume that the Doctor <laughs> Who episode is elaborated on. It is literally just me stood at the bus stop <laughs> with a terrible squirrel. Look, I did say it that's, was a bad episode. That's more like a bad version of the birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was picturing. It's... Look, I'm not that familiar with Doctor Who because no. I don't like it. My only... My only um, experience with it is when i've been at my mum's house and she was watching it i think i maybe project a doctor who loving quirky vibe because people <laughs> he <you> looks <laughs> disdainful at that at the thought of that you projecting a doctor who vibe <laughs> i why why do people think i'm quirky all the time if you took me to a cliff and asked me what's the surefire way of making me throw myself off this cliff, it would be to say the phrase wibbly wobbly timey wimey. What is that? That is a catchphrase from Doctor Who. Oh god, no. I didn't know that, but I'm adding that to the list of reasons why I don't like Doctor Who. It's not a long list because I haven't watched it enough to to pick up loads of... Uh, Doctor Who facts, but I I maybe there's a little bit of it is prejudice on my part because I'm sure some of it is probably fine, mm. but like when the reason why I look so disdainful is because when you ask me if you ask me to picture a Doctor Who fan, they're probably wearing rainbow coloured knee high socks. I used to wear those when I was eleven, and that's allowed. Toe socks. Do you yeah. remember those? I remember t- and also when you wore knee. 
striped knee highs when you were 11, you had to swap them around. They couldn't be matching. Mm. Oh, controversial. I think there's enough going on with your knee-high rainbow <laughs> striped socks that you don't need to add an, another uh, another sock into the mix. Funnily enough, the line that I drew as a kid was pink striped, rainbow striped but only pinks. Like an ombre, ombre effect. But of, solid stripes. Of, yeah, of pink, different shades of pink. Like the the little Dulux paint chart. Yeah, yeah, pinks. like that. That's exactly it. That's where I drew the line. That I looked at those and was like, oh, that's too much. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not into those. I got Who like a do multi. Do pack- I have? I got a multi pack <laughs> of of knee high striped socks when I was in year six or seven or whatever, and those were the ones that I just didn't. I just did not deign to wear. <laughs> All of a sudden, you were like. I've just realised that this is ridiculous. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Goodbye. (laughs) These are my silent legs that I'm wearing now.